Hi, my name is Anamika Hops, and this is The Art Friend Show, where every conversation focuses on getting to know the essence of creativity itself. I'd love to invite you as well to join me inside of Art Friend School, where we go deeper into these topics and join in with other art friends around the world. Thanks so much for joining us, and let's get to the show. Welcome to the Art Friend Show. Here's an artist you're gonna love to know. Hi, I'm Anamika Hobbs. I'm an artist in Portland, Oregon, and I'm going live 100 days in a row as I create the Art Friend Show. Most days I'm interviewing another artist, and today we have a, such a fabulous guest for you. Deborah Velasquez is joining us, and I've known Deb for a number of years. I cannot wait to share and celebrate her art with you. Without further ado, I'm going to invite her in. Just fix my hair while we're waiting for you, Deb. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Am I good? You're good. Welcome. There. Hi everybody! Woo. Hi, I'm here. Yes. Finally, you're here. Please tell us who you are, where you are, and a bit about what you make. Hi, hi, yes, ma'am. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Si se puede. Yes, si se puede. Um, <laughs> I okay. So I've been an artist for for many, many, many years. Um, but uh, I'm also a designer. I'm also an author. And uh, what else do I do? And also an educator, because I do, I do teach, not online, but um, you know, at like the art league and the art centers in my local area. And I do um, some kids camps as well. I do some teaching. I do a lot of printmaking, which is my background, which is what I did in college. So um, I live in New England and I'm originally from Brooklyn. So you can't take that out of the girl. And um, yeah, and I'm very, by nature the forest I live in the middle of the forest which is very magical and that shows up a lot in my work but um, a lot of people know me as a black and white artist yeah I, I do a lot of black and white and I think that stems from something that an instructor had told me she said to me if it doesn't work in black and white colors not gonna fix it and it just stuck with me and here I am so so phenomenal Deb ever since I've known you you have been so prolific in your own work and you're you're also such a champion of others in the community. Oh, thank I you. Feel that's one thing that is just like, you know, fundamental foundational mm -hmm. you. I've always encountered you that way from the first weekend we spent together. So or at the retreat, right? <laughs> mm -hmm. And at that time you were doing a daily art practice. You you pretty much always do a daily art practice. Can you tell us mm -hmm. about that a bit? Well, um, Let's see, I started to do that in order to make, to make work, mm -hmm. to keep me going, yeah. you know, to so I could show up. And it's sort of like, you know, like when you do warm ups or your mark making, you know, it, it informs your next thing. And I felt yeah. that if art every day, it would get me more work. It would, someone would see it. Mm -hmm. I could, I could develop five pieces and put them together and make one fantastic piece that I could either sell or license. Yeah. So that was always my goal. And at one point, um, I was inspired by Jennifer Orkin Lewis and she was doing art every day. Yeah. I saw, and so I just thought, oh, so I contacted her. I said, you know, 
And she felt, nobody, no, nobody, you don't really copy somebody. She goes, ideas are just ideas. And I, I felt bad because I was trying to do the art every day like her. And so I thought I'd have my own spin on it. I did black and white and that became a book. Mm -hmm. And uh, it took uh, like maybe 10 months before someone actually like looked at it, saw it and said, let's make a book. Mm -hmm. So we did, um, so I did a book from that, but it's always served me yeah. making art every day always served me, whether it's a, a scribble or a big painting. And I know a lot of people are having issues now with Instagram and having to show up and having to do mm -hmm. stuff. And I've had um, a couple of debates with people as far as, um, oh, it's a waste of time, is it money, is it doing this and that? Mm -hmm. But Instagram for me is like my file cabinet. Mm -hmm. And yeah, totally. I, it just, it, it makes me work. It, it helps me work. Mm -hmm. It me it helps me show up you know and it helps me just let people know that you know hey i'm here you know open for business i try not to show too much you know because things do get taken and stolen and it's part mm -hmm. of our business you know you just yeah. make better work if someone steals your work you just you, you just have to um you just have to deal with it in a positive way mm -hmm. or else you'll just get stuck in the muck you know mm -hmm. so yeah so that's yeah. oh, so many questions about your experience with that if you I'm want sorry. to talk about it, but it sounds like I've, I've witnessed this and it sounds like you very much defined your art making practice for yourself. You were, you were inspired by other people in our niche who are making work every day. One of them is, is our mutual friend, Jennifer Orkin Lewis, mm -hmm. who was on this show about a yeah. month ago. Yeah. And then you, you really took that as your own and then you're using Instagram like as a file cabinet to just put that work out there. And, and that generosity also comes with the risk, of course, of, you know, other people iterating off of it or maybe directly um, taking it. I've seen that happen to so many of us where, you know, like there's like overt theft of imagery um, and copyright infringement. And then there's like emulation and inspiration mm -hmm. and you know a whole gray area i don't know if that's what you want to explore right now in your interview but just holding it up to the light well i think that i think everybody does it even if you do it i think you do it consciously as well you know oh, for sure. i like a certain line and it's like oh i want to try that yeah. or you want to try unique that yeah. kind of thing yeah. i think yeah. and i can i came from an industry where we used to like go and shop and knock things off, you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's what we used to do. Yeah. I was in retail for a while. Mm -hmm. And, um, but what I do is I, I try to keep it in the lane of inspiration. Yeah. You know? Don't think that anyone should ever copy someone outright and then monetize it. I, I, I just don't think that's, it's just wrong. It's just really wrong. And I, um, because I get inspired by a lot of things, and I know a lot of artists are probably the same as me. Yeah. And I think that you 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 really have to educate yourself. What is inspiration? What is a knockoff? What? Mm, what are you, yeah. Are you trying to get the spirit of it, or are you trying to copy that thing? Mm. And what I have found that as an artist who makes art every day, when that person copies you, and it's, it's happened. It's it's happened a lot. It's happened on certain companies that I work with and that kind yes. of thing. What happens is that person didn't get that spirit from that art to make that next fabulous piece. Whereas mine, 
my piece jumps, goes from one piece to the next piece to the next piece, and it's Deborah. The thread is all the way through there. Whereas that person that's copying gets stunted to make the next piece, and it's just copying somebody else or doing something else. They don't yeah. have an artist, you know? And they don't get to have that label as being an artist. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know? You, They're like you, implementing. That's a really interesting way to think about it. It's like, as the artist, you're the through line, and you're... I think of it as like, you know, we're leaving like all this stuff in our wake as we continue to sail forward. Right. And so this is, just, this is just evidence that we've been here creating, but any one piece of work doesn't define us. Right. What you're saying is like, some, someone else really needs to find their own through line. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting, like hearing you say when you started to do art every day, you're like, I don't want to be copying right. this but there's like definitely ways we all influence and work together right. i know i personally i made a conscious effort yeah for that i wasn't overstepping my bounds and jennifer was really awesome awesome about that she's yeah really like no you're not do your thing you know and she's always been just very um she's just someone who has a lot of grace and she's just been you know great as far as anything that she's given me you know as far as advice and things like that yeah she's been awesome oh so. my god so much so much I think it's also just like time and making heaps and heaps of work that can help us find our own voice no matter what mm -hmm. you know um I remember so you know I made art all my life and, and started teaching when I was a teenager uh, retreats and stuff and then studied it in college and then had this experience much later when I took a online class from Flora Boley. You know Flora? Oh, yeah. 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 And it just opened up a whole world for me. The resonance I found was like, I want to teach online. I want to do this stuff. But I think there was also kind of a, um, a shadow to that experience of such resonance and such inspiration from one particular, you know, fellow artist is I, I then had to spend a lot of time kind of unlearning and, and not looking at her work for the way she ran her business or anything so that I really could come back home to my own voice. It's been, gosh, you know, almost 10 years since that, but I still see her influence in my work mm -hmm. today. And it, it's like, ah, like it's a, it feeds into insecurity a bit. Um, yeah. But I, I think it's also just more fun at the party if we think of this whole community as like, the art friend party or we're all part of it it's fun if we all kind of bring our own dish to the pot like we bring our right. own style we, we do that work i'm yeah. sorry hey my, my son just stepped in the kitchen hi I'm live august <laughs> hi august what's up <laughs> so um but yeah, I just, um, I don't know if I've ever been on a journey to find my, like my own style. Like I've never like thought about it. I never thought, oh, I don't have a style, I don't have a thing. I just, you know, I just jumped in and did my thing. Because yeah. um, I'm inspired. See, my problem is, is that I like a lot of things. Yeah, you do. You're so fabulous. If it's listening, she's probably going, yes, she does. So um, <laughs> I, uh, I, um, the thing is, I'm always in, my biggest inspiration is, is is from art supplies, right? Uh -huh. and art supply, you're gonna you're gonna make something mm. kind of 
that's going to inform what you do. So it might look a little bit different, but um, I had a friend of mine. Um, she pulled a lot of my work mm -hmm. and put it together, and she goes, "It goes together. Yeah. It just goes. It so does. It just happens. You know, it's just I always feel that um, I don't. I don't have like a a collection, let's say, because that's always been a really tough. That was. I think I sent that in the notes. Mm -hmm. I I have a hard time. Because I do onesie twosies. I think it's because of the serotonin. And I just mm -hmm. get bored and it's like, oh, next thing. You know, I don't I, know. You might, you might be one of these people who's just meant to, you know, innovate. To innovate, innovate. I think that some, I'll take, some artists I work really well in the parameters of like one page in a same medium every day. Some of us, I'm with you, honey. I um, I literally teach best what I need to know. I teach people how to make a collection because I've also struggled with it my whole mm -hmm. life. And I love to like do a little embroidery and then do a little drawing and yeah. do a big, huge painting. And then, you know, so it's definitely um, just kind of working with it and, and not making it wrong per se, right. but getting right. some right. I'll share something real quick because what I've tried to do, because I, I you know, just like from agent, I hear it from uh, other people I hear it. It's like, you need to make a collection. It's like, I don't know how yeah. it's hard for me. So what I have done when I work now mm -hmm. and I, we try, I think a couple of people tried this at the retreat that we, we had gone to. I will paint five things at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Or three. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what I'm doing. And I'm going to stick to that because that seems to work. Yeah. And hoping that, you know, that will be, um, you know, that, that will help me. Because I, and that's, that. where I, that's where I am in this moment in time. Yeah figure out how to make a collection. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, I think that taking one idea and exploring it across three at a time mm -hmm. can be mm -hmm. like a really cool way, also giving yourself permission to choose your own adventure and see like mm -hmm. how different decisions affect it. Right. But then yeah, you'll start to create little mini collections. Right, and right. Yeah. Did cool. we hear our topic? I don't even know where we were, but um, I don't know what we were talking about we're just, at the beginning. Why don't you tell us about some of your scarves, some of your products, some of the things that you offer in your art business? Okay. Well, let's see. I, you know, I offer prints. Mm -hmm. um, I'm from original like wall art. Um, I offer calendars. I have um, original art as well. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm trying to push more right now. Like my smaller works. I have, I have a lot of unfinished small works. I have to get my originals up on the website. Um, my fabric line just came out. I'm wearing a scarf. Fabulous. Um, one of the one of the um, pieces of fabric. Oh, let me just see. I think I, I might have some right there. But um, just this is just like three. <gasps> so it. beautiful, Deb. Oh my gosh, but they're really really pretty. There's like 16 pieces um, that are out at boutiques right now, and um, I'm doing a collaboration with my. This is my favorite because it looks like an owl yes but she's here somewhere oh there she is do you see the owl oh wow yeah actually i do and the owl is, is important to me and it's really weird how it came out in this fabric it's just very very crazy but um my sister and i are doing this collaboration and um since the fabric just came out we're gonna make um bandanas and kerchiefs and this one's called manuela my mother um, who's passed, and we were, I was going to name all the the different patterns 
that become a crew chief, you know, like an ancestor name, that kind oh, of that's thing. beautiful. Our family, you know, because that's uh, my son just wrote, that's my mom. Speaking of family, her. yeah. He's so funny. I'll follow right on the nose there, August. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and I've always wanted to do something with my, you know, with my sister. So I was a collaboration. She's very creative. And uh, we came upon this idea and it's like, we're going to just, we're going to do it. And I'm very, that's, I'm very excited about that as far as, you know, a, a side, you know, thing. Yeah. For the, for, I'm trying to think what else. With Min what about the um, Crimson Garden that launches in June with Henry Glass? Oh, oh. I don't know. It's coming out. It's red, gray, and white, and black. What and, is that? Oh, I don't have any pictures. I have Tell nothing. me about it. Tell oh. me about it. Oh, it's the garden, and it's, you know, like seed pods, and a lot of leaf work, and mixing in the modern geometrics. What type of products is it? It's going to be fabric. Okay, cool. Just the fabric line. I can't remember how many SKUs, but um, that's exciting. And um my agent's done some great work for me she's uh she's found me a couple of um a couple of great deals and i'm really excited i've got some like melamine tries coming out i got some floor cloths coming out okay oh art which is exciting and um tableware that's fabulous yeah who's your agent for me it's all new for me and it's very very exciting it's it's where i've wanted to go i you know i i only have two i only think i only have one more goal that i want and that's wallpaper you know yeah amazing yeah because i've done the rugs i've done you know other home decor things and that's that's really exciting but if i get wallpaper hello um that would be awesome <laughs> these, inter these interviews are great for that for just speaking it to life and putting it out there because I think there's a lot of power in the collective community right. and people knowing yeah. people. So you know, who is your, your agent? What's it like to work with your agent? Is this a relatively new or year relationship? It's, it's a hard thing because it's more like you put things in a box as opposed to being, oh, this free spirit, I'm just going to paint and, you know, and go frolic in my garden. It's more like there's, and I need that. I need that organizational thing where it's like, you know what, there's a date there's this do and, and she lets me whatever works for me works for me okay. um, well, you know, I don't like for example I don't really do like St. Patrick's Day let's say mm -hmm. you know but mm -hmm. I'll do Easter but I'll have a black bunny as opposed to something in pastel you know mm -hmm. so uh, what I have found is um she helps me see things and she ups my game which is great and I like the organizational part of working with an agent if that's cool. because I need that and um what was the other thing i wanted to say i totally forgot what i was going to say um oh, uh i can't remember so anyway my brain it's like you're doing great i got you too so can you tell us about the class that you have that people can sign up for on skillshare oh my god it's an awesome class it's just in black and white it's called brush discovery it's really, really cool it's a, it's it's like four classes in one and i basically show you how to paint if one brush is a different flower, mm -hmm. you know, you do the anemone, you do the chrysanthemum, and I can't remember the other one, yeah. but um, four, four flowers, it's called Brush Discovery, it's on Skillshare, and right. it's black and white. I keep it simple because I find that, um, you know, if you deconstruct things, it's easier for people to digest it. For me, mm -hmm. from, you know, from, 
my students anyway. Okay. Yeah. So it helps them see. When you put color into it, it just becomes, it's still beautiful and all that, but it just, for some people, and I think if they're anything like me, it's sometimes too much noise for mm -hmm. me. Yeah. It's expressive and all that, but sometimes at the beginning, it's like I need calm, and that's how I start. But I do brushes, I do a lot of the line work with calligraphy pens, which I collect vintage calligraphy pens. Um, oh. to, um, I just love the history, like, I love the history in an old, um, piece of or supplies or if it's paper or brushes or something you buy from like you know an old artist that passed i feel like they're there mm. you know, but they're there with, with me and that's so that's i don't know that just lights me up i'm here just, the theme here deborah with your naming naming your textile products after your mother the one you're wearing or after other ancestors yeah. and then Way to collect your tools, right? And right. Feeling like the legacy of art of the other previous artists in there. I'm, oh. I'm curious, have you like really um, emphasized that in your work for a while? Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, someone mentioned that. Uh, I have a friend who said, um, "Oh, she's so good at merchandising, and she's so good at thinking, and very think, uh, great about thinking about the future." Her name's Kipling. She said, "You know, you should take." Velasquez, you know, the painter from the 1500s, and you should like work him into your work, and you could have two Velasquezes. <laughs> I don't know. It's, just, uh, it's okay. Well, I don't know. Fun idea. Yeah. You know, it's. Um, I mean, it's 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 just great being an artist and being able to do what we do. And if we could make money on it, then you know, it's a bonus. <laughs> yeah. So strategy, right? I mean, I think. I think of our creative practices having three types of value exchange. There's the self-expression, okay. like very innately satisfying for most of us. And then mm -hmm. there's the community contribution and the way it like touches, moves, or inspires other people. And then there's actually um, monetization or money. So mm -hmm. some of us are able to do like all three, but most of us have parts of our art practice that's like, only one or two of those and other parts of our art practice like for you sounds like working with your agent and other things that are like particularly for money and I think it's really over a lifetime helpful to mm -hmm. to spend time in all three the self-expression the community and the the um lucrative aspects of our art right right what's good about that and if anybody like has that as part of their like revenue stream um agents over here my fine arts over here mm -hmm. and I'm separate mm, interesting. yeah you I is it hard to navigate not yet I'm doing okay you know mm -hmm. it's just time spent because you still have your family and you still have you know other you know your commitments that you have yeah. um but um so far it's it's been working so I'm, mm -hmm. I'm happy with that but I, I do have both buckets yeah and my charity I have uh minted which is um yeah awesome for me I, I just, you know, you know, that was a date I went on and they wanted to have a relationship with me, you know, and I thought that was awesome. You know, they wanted me yeah. and that was great. You, know, you chase so much in this business. You, you try so many things. Yeah. Do all this and it's like, nah, we don't want to hang with you. And so to have that is just, oh, what a lift. Yeah. That's what so cool. Yeah. So. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I've um, well, we're going to wrap this up. I just wanted to share with people um, to definitely follow you and check out how prolific you are, how generous you are with your practice, as well as just 
who you are in the community. And you've, you've been published in the Motherhood of Art. I was. You were on a TV commercial for Minted. Yep. You were teaching and presenting at the Smithsonian. I mean, you are doing it. And like you said, you have one more goal, which is like wallpaper. I bet you have a hundred more goals, but um, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to have you back on the show as I am able to create this more long-term project. And thank, thank you. you so much for joining yeah, us thank today. Thank you for, you know, opening this up for me. I'm so, so grateful. And yeah, yeah let's all just go have a creative day. Great. <laughs> right. Okay. I'll talk to you Okay. Bye. 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 So I'm popping on for a bonus. This is Kate Kaufman, who is a lot, long time friend since 2007. She is an author and I'm going to have her tell you about her very, very interesting work in a moment. Um, but I wanted to tell you why I came over here today. So I reached out to Kate to help me think through the ideas for Art Friends School. I'm about to make it possible to enroll, to take a monthly masterclass with me, to have access to each other during office hours, to build this global community. And I'm so excited, but as you know, as a fellow creative who you may be watching this, we can get stuck in our own heads. And so I phoned a friend Kate made time for me. I've been pacing around her apartment, talking out the ideas, and she's been madly taking notes, which I'll show you in a moment. <laughs> but before we go on more about Art Friends School, Kate, can you tell us a bit about what you do professionally? I can, and I'm an author, and I wrote a book, and Mika called me, and of course, who wouldn't want to talk to Mika about what's rattling around in her beautiful brain? Um, but writing a book you have to kind of get it out there and figure it out and grab all this stuff it's just another form of art right yes and so i did actually write a book by putting words on a page at a time yeah um and the book that i wrote is called do you have kids life when the answer is no and it creates a whole center for a way of being in the world yeah so we've had many wonderful conversations and my book was born a few weeks before because baby was born yeah so kate <laughs> is one of the leading, you know, uh, people holding community conversations about what life is like when you are uh, without kids or child-free or child-less and what that means. And Kate has formed these amazing retreats, hosted so many important discussions. She did a ton of interviews to create this book. And it's just an awesome resource not only for people who don't have children, but for those of us who do to really understand that experience and perspective. And give us a way to talk about it. Because yeah. that's, I mean, that's the mission, to give us a, a way to, to perhaps not comfortably, but, a, but a, a framework within which to be able to relate to people like us, people who are not like us, yes. um, to build better understanding and get rid of these stubborn stigmas and stereotypes I've had. Totally. The, yeah. stere the stereotypes and stigmas of what is, you know, what is parenthood, what is not, yeah. um, all the choices and the things that are out of our control that go into that. So Kate has dedicated a, a huge amount of creative energy to realizing this life dream. And, you know, as Anamika, your art friend, I'm here to help <laughs> you realize creative dreams. And so it's really interesting to talk to you as well as an author. Definitely check you out. Is your website Kate Kaufman? Kate Kaufman. Kate Kaufman.com. Yep, and um, you can even go on these awesome retreats with her and, and meet and do these 
at discussions with other people who are living um, a life when the answer is no. If you, do you have kids? So okay, thanks, you Katie. take it away on. Okay, this was totally an extemporaneous interview. It's like a bonus. I already did one for today, <laughs> um, but I want to show you our brainstorm over here because I know a lot of you fellow creatives like it's valuable to see how things are made, right? And so this is how. I'm defining the pricing options and what you'll get when you join Art Friends School. So I'm going to show you. It's super messy, and then I'll come. I'll come back and just kind of summarize it. Okay. So here we go. Okay. So what you're seeing here is we figured out. I want to call it Art Friends School, and monthly enrollment at the basic community level will cover. A, ma a monthly masterclass that I'll be teaching. And then you'll also get the whole assignment with pre-recorded videos and everything like that. And then access to two weekly office hours with me and other community members. And then there'll be a private level of enrollment if you wanna work with me as a private client, where you'll also get two one-on-one -on -one sessions a month and individualized feedback twice a week. And then yeah, so you can see like that's probably really messy. <laughs> that's not exactly like a slick sales page with like buy now buttons and stuff, but that's how it starts, right? That's, that's how it starts. Job. Yeah, that's how it gets out there. And if you've watched from the beginning of the Art Friend Show, I actually did this on my whiteboard at home, mm. like um, mm. at the very beginning, because that's where I've been aiming. But now um, it's really clear. And what I can tell you is it's like, I'm so excited. This is what I want to do for literally the next decade. I just want to teach absolutely everything I know and everything we discover together um, and that I learn from you all inside of Art Friends School. And so I'll be doing it in the form of a monthly masterclass, but then also based off of the office hours, there's a topic like, oh, I could make a lesson about value contrast or a lesson about color theory. I'll just make an extra course about that. And so as you're a member enrolled in Art Friends School, you'll have access to the increasing treasure trove of everything I've ever created with and for artists. And I've already got years and years of that. So we'll also be populating it with my previous courses. So excited. Yeah. So if you want to do it, we're, we're, I'm going to have to build a sales page where you can actually click sign up, but like if you want to get in on it, I'm going to have limited enrollment for the founding members and you can lock in a really sweet price for it. And so that's going to be 99 a month for the founding members and you'll have all that access. And then if you want to do it with all that access plus private mentoring with me, that'll be 349 a month. And again, this is something that it will mean the world to me if you sign up now to help me build this thing. And then you'll also lock in that, um, that like sweet price forever. So big shout out to the universe looking out at this view. I <laughs> found a friend it's helping me. All of you are helping create this thing. So let's create art friend world. That's behind the scenes on how to create a whole new offering. Okay. Bye. I'd love to have you inside of art friend school where we go deeper into these topics Follow the link that's in the show notes or find it on my website at onamika.com.